Welcome to the Become Fire podcast, a ministry of the Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit. If you'd like to learn more about this community, visit them on the web at www.becomefire.faith. That's dot F-A-I-T-H. Now, here are the Friars. Well, good uh, morning or afternoon or evening or whatever it might be, whatever time you're listening, from the St. John the Baptist Parish in Levine, Arizona. It is Father Anthony. And you have to hear my voice for it first, because unfortunately and sadly, Brother Elijah is not with us. He's not. Pray for him. He's on a retreat. He's not yeah. <laughs> not with us. Does not mean he's like not not with us anymore. He's just not with us today. Yeah, he's he's still with us. He's with us in spirit. He's just not with us physically. Yeah, he's still here roaming this God's green earth somewhere. But uh, that was a very Truman Show introduction to this podcast. You know, in case I don't see you, good afternoon, <laughs> good evening, and good night. Uh, so. I've not seen that movie in quite a while. Well, that's what it reminded me of. Well, and I'm here with my esteemed colleague who you just heard, the Father Peter Teresa McConnell. It is good to be back on the Become Fire Yeah, podcast. we've missed you. I've tell, missed so you. So what have you been up to? Tell, tell our listeners why you've not been with us. <laughs> it's nothing, nothing grand or exciting. Just uh, I did my yearly home visit, so I got to go home, uh, spent some time with my family. I got to go down and visit my older sister. She's got three boys, and I got to baptize her youngest. So that was the first of my nephews or nieces that I was able to baptize. So that was wonderful. And uh, spent some time with my grandparents, my aunts and uncles. Just got to visit a lot of family. So it was a good two weeks, very relaxing, very refreshing. But now I'm back. Yeah. Um, now I'm ready to podcast. So when when Father Petrus goes on vacation, he leaves me alone as a priest here. When I go on vacation, I leave him here with another priest. I just want the world to know. Okay. <laughs> wow, you got you to gotta air our dirty laundry on, on, on air like that. Huh? Watch it. Brother People- Elijah's not here. To you're defend already you. coming at me. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a, you got my, half an hour of, I need uh, him. of uh, verbal punches coming your way. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, well, we, we, it's, maybe I want to go back and vacation. <laughs> I don't know if I want to put up this anymore. <laughs> So we are, if you are, have not been with us uh, these past few weeks, we are doing a Preparation for Pentecost series. We're, gonna, we're going through um, and just talking about the Holy Spirit. We talked just a little about Acts a few weeks ago yeah. and the story of Pentecost. We then went through the gifts of the Spirit, what we receive at baptism. We talked about the charisms of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. last week. And, and here we are t- now talking about the fruits of the Holy Spirit. So right. you receive these gifts through your baptism the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and then um, s- certain individuals receive these charisms of the Holy Spirit, these specific charisms to carry out and minister to the body of Christ, to bring people to the Lord. And then th- the operation of the gifts and the fruits, uh, the gifts and the charisms of the Holy Spirit should lead to the fruits of the Holy That's Spirit. Right. This That's is what right. we're hoping for: is that the fruits of the Holy Spirit are manifest yeah. in the operations of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> so, um, the fruits of the Holy Spirit are from Galatians chapter five starting on verse 22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against these, there is no, against such, there is no law. Amen. Okay, so before we get into any specifics, Father Petrie said, let's just talk generally about mm-hmm. the fruits of the Holy Spirit. What I mean, I've given you the list of what they are, but in right. general, like, what are they? Why are they important? Why should we be reflecting on these and looking at these in preparation for Pentecost? Well, I, I think we can just start with the the analogy or the metaphor that that Saint Paul is employing here in Galatians. He's calling them fruit, the fruit of the Spirit. Uh, so. So fruit comes from a from a tree or or a plant, and it is 
uh, it's a sign that the that the plant or the tree is healthy, that it's alive, that it's it's reaching its end, its purpose. That we can think of our Lord encountering the fig tree, uh, and it wasn't didn't have any figs, and he and he cursed it. Uh, and so, if we go to an apple tree and it doesn't have any apples, we say this is a bad apple tree, uh, and we would cut it down. And so, these for us are our little litmus test, they're little signs, they are little markers for us so that we can look at our own souls and say, okay, is my soul healthy? Do I find these fruits in my own life? And if not, then my soul is sick, um, that the spirit is not able to bear fruit in my own life, that there's something cutting off the life of the spirit in my heart and in my soul. And so there, we can use these fruits as kind of like a mirror to check whether or not we are a fruit-bearing Christian, whether whether we are healthy in, in a life in the spirit. <clears throat> yeah, well, I mean, you, you put it very well. It's a beautiful, apt term because this is important because it's how we see whether or not God is operating. Yeah. Operating in our own lives, or operating in something else. So I can be used for discernment. Yes, we talked about right. discernment last time. We talked about individually, am I sick? But also, uh, this thing, this uh, ministry, this you know, person, this whatever, Family, parish community. Yeah, this par- is it uh, is it healthy? Is it yeah. bearing fruits? Mm-hmm. And you know, it's of God if it's bearing the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You know, it's not of God if it's not bearing the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, so these things are very important for us to look into our own lives and say, am, am I bearing fruit? Am I bearing the fruit of the Holy Spirit? Which means, yes, I'm, I'm following where God wants me to be. Yeah. I'm living the life he wants me to live. And then two, is what I'm involved in, is my parish, is my family, is my whatever, um, is this, you know, this private ap- uh, revelation from God, is this private yeah. apparition, is this bearing the fruit of the Holy Spirit? Um, and this is how we do, it's a great way to discern where we are, where others are. And so this is a very, very, very important podcast because it's important for our relationship with God and our discernment of the things of God. I remember I was a, a young religious and I was actually, I was, it was given, the, it was actually recommended that I use this as like an examination of conscience before confession. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's just another way to kind of just check like, Am I actually living the Christian life? Yes. Um, you know, you know, I I can believe and I can profess, but but it means very little if these things are not actually being borne out and manifested in in my life and in my day to day actions. So we'll start. We'll just go through the list first. Love, right? It's got to be love. Um, and but we have to. I know we've said this probably many times. Yeah. I'll keep saying it. There's different words in Greek for love. Mm. That in English, the problem is where it's interesting because we have so many words for so many things. We have this thick dictionary, yeah. but the most important word, like we don't have distinctions yeah. for. And yeah. we, we don't use love rightly in a sense of in that we use the same word for I love cheeseburgers, right? I love <laughs> right this particular sports, sports team yeah. and I love my friend and I love my spouse, right? That these are very, very, very yes. different things. And, and so in Greek, we have... Eros, which is the love of pleasure, the love of things. So mm-hmm. love of cheeseburger would be like Eros. Philia yeah. would be the love of friendship. Yeah. That beautiful, beautiful friendship. And then agape is the self-sacrificial love. Yeah. Um, and this is the love that is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Yes. So is there love in the community? Is <clears throat> not just is there, does it make us feel good, mm-hmm. right? Is there love, like people are nice to each other. Right. But is there self-sacrifice? Yeah. Willingness to suffer for the sake of the other. Um, is there this giving of self, 
Um, am I giving of myself, right? Is is there a gift of self coming out as the fruit of the Holy Spirit in whatever I'm discerning? I think we should just look personally. I think it's our right. easiest thing. So yeah. in my personal spiritual life, if I'm just, am I bearing fruit, right? Am I doing what God wants me to do? Yeah. I have to ask myself, am I being self-sacrificial? Is my life centered around me and what I want and I'm making all decisions based upon what's best for me? Or do I find that I'm actually willing <clears throat> to sacrifice for the sake of others, for the sake of God? Um, and then we can say, okay, yes, the fruit of the Holy Spirit is manifesting this. Yeah. I want to say two things that uh, something I've been reflecting on and thinking about a lot recently and just, and, and I've probably said it before on the podcast, but just that, that you can, that, that I, I believe that, that love can be measured to the degree in which you are willing to sacrifice or suffer for something, for some cause or for someone. And so love, I think, is most appropriately measured by, by sacrifice. And the, the more the sacrifice, the more love that is there. And then also that, that love is, is to will the good of another. Uh, that it's not a feeling, it's not an emotion necessarily. Um, but, but that self-sacrificial love is, is to will the good of another. And, and so I think we can look and say, do I really love someone? Am I willing to to will their good. And maybe there are people in our lives who who are not in good places or doing good things. Um, and the most loving thing is to say something to them, yeah. to speak a word of truth that is kind um, and gentle, the other fruits as well to go along with it, but, but to sacrifice our own comfort uh, and not wanting to upset an apple cart or to... to to maybe sacrifice our own esteem and how these people think or look at us and just to say, well, I will suffer that to love you by saying something that you may not want to hear. Um, and so, so yeah, love is, love is the first fruit. We have to speak the truth in love. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, like you said, sometimes love is hard. Love is disciplining your child. Like sometimes yeah. the, the most, in fact, the most loving thing to do with your child when they disobey um, is to um, discipline, yeah, and, yes. and that's a loving thing to do. And and we don't always think that. We think, oh, I, I'm not very loving when I do that, right? Like, and if it's going to come out of a place of love, not of hatred or yeah. anger, but it is loving to discipline. So we speak the truth in love, and, and love um, is, in a sense, this is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. Slightly different than what we said, like our, our theological virtue of right. love, faith, hope, and charity. Yeah. Um, that this is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. We look yeah. at the manifestation of this self-sacrificial mm -hmm. versus um, the faith, hope, and charity that we try to seek yeah. and to imitate in these theological virtues. Yeah. Second, joy. Amen. Um, joy is um, the... So obviously we, we talk about, you know, there's just joy of, oh, they're a joyful person. Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. Well, obviously I, we're, we're looking into what's hopefully the fruit of our spirit. We're looking at real joy, not like my team just won the, the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm, I'm filled with joy. Like, yeah. no, like you're filled with maybe some temporary happiness. Yeah, that's but true. that's not true, authentic yeah. joy. This, this, this joy that, that comes out of your relationship with God, that, that you're content. You're living in this place where mm -hmm. I'm content because I have relationship with God. And so I can live in um, 
in joy and no matter what's coming. And this is the, what the beautiful part of joy, like whether my team wins or they lose, like whether things are going really well and I'm making yeah. uh, lots of money or whether or not it's $5 for ga- a gallon of gas and I can barely pay my bills, yeah. I can still have joy because yeah. it's not about happiness. It's not about, right. oh, I'm temporarily happy. It's like I have a deep contentment in my relationship with God that I'm at peace with God and there's a true authentic joy which is manifest. And you see joy, true authentic joy because people can be joyful in the midst of suffering. I think of Maximilian Kolbe. Yes. Now, in the midst of being starved to death, is singing songs of praise to God. Yeah. He's extremely joyful in the midst of suffering because it's not it's a true spiritual joy that's coming out. Yeah. And I think this is I think we can measure this one too and, and then the, the fruit that comes after it is 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 the fruit still there when things aren't going your way? Uh, when when the cards are, are down, when life is just throwing everything at you Everything's being taken from you seemingly. Um, the road is dark. You don't know where the Lord is leading you. And and is your joy and your happiness dependent upon all these external things? Are they dependent upon your situation? Are they dependent upon your bank account? Are they dependent upon having certain relationships? Um, and and all of these things can 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 contribute to it, but but is is that what actually makes you happy and gives you joy? Um, and if that is what it is, then it's not the spirit. I mean, it's things of the world that are giving you joy. And so if those things are taken from you, can you still find joy in the Lord? Uh, when, when the world is, when there's no joy in the world for you, mm-hmm. can you find joy in the world? And, and that's a fruit of the spirit and not a fruit of the world. Yeah, and it's so important. Yeah. I just want to emphasize the importance. All the all these fruits are very, very important, but um, that we have to find this. Like, if, if we can't find joy in the midst of suffering, then then we despair takes over, mm-hmm. hopelessness yes. takes over, yes, and, and we lose faith. We lose we lose track of God yeah. because we've let the despair take over because we can't find joy in the midst of suffering. Now, this is a really, really important a, 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 a manifestation of the Spirit of God, where we need the gifts of the Spirit to operate. We need um, the Spirit of God to operate so this fruit can be manifest in our life that we can indeed find joy in. The yeah. Yeah. of the sufferings of life. Yeah. Uh, peace. Amen. Peace is not the absence of war. <laughs> this is a teaching of the Catholic Church. Yeah, um, right. So, and this is really important because oftentimes yeah. I think we think, oh, there's peace now. Like somehow right. if Russia and the Ukraine signed a, a peace treaty, then somehow there would be peace. Well, no, um, peace is not the absence of war. Mm-hmm. Peace is something deeply spiritual. It might lead to peace. It might lead to peace, like true peace. Yeah. Not um, it, peace because peace is not the absence of something. Mm-hmm. It is something. It's a substance. That's a good, that's a good way to say because yeah. it's a fruit of the spirit. Yeah. It's not the absence of war. <clears throat> it's the true meaning of, of this this peace where where we have peace with God first and foremost. Like we're at peace with God, yeah. and then we're able to be at peace in situations um, that that God's in control. That it's in God's hands. That God yeah. is the one who um, will take care of it. Um, and, and so we, we are able to trust the worries, the difficulties, the struggles of life into his hands. And we can have peace mm-hmm. because we know he's, he's, he's running the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so beautiful. I mean, these first, this, these first three are, are, are so amazing. And I think, you know, just to kind of say it again, it, I think, it goes, I think it, it, the, it goes so closely with joy. And you can kind of measure, do you have this when when there's just chaos and turmoil around you exteriorly, but that, that this isn't an interior reality. It's a reality of the spirit that, um, that you can be peaceful 
uh, you can be calm, you can be sober, uh, and in the midst of, of everything falling apart and, and even, and even have a level of contentedness, um, in the midst of, of trial and hardship and tribulation. And, and, and I also just want to make this point about the fruits too, that, um, I think just to kind of, to, to keep running with that metaphor and that analogy is that, that, that a lot of times the, the fruit that's born on a tree is not for the tree's own sake, but it's for someone else to come and, and to enjoy the, the sweetness of the fruit. And I think this is so important for a Christian that in the midst of darkness, um, when someone encounters you, can they, and even in, in the worst of situations, can they come and experience the fruit of peace yeah. um, and the sweetness of it? And that you are a source of peace for others through the fruits of the Spirit. That you are a source of joy for others. That they can come and pluck this fruit from, from the tree of your soul and, and taste of its goodness and taste of its sweetness and, and, and recognize, like, oh, this is a Christian tree. This is a Christian soul I've just encountered because I'm, I'm tasting and experience the, the fruits of the Spirit in their life. And even though everything's falling apart, there's joy in the soul. There's peace in the soul. And that, yeah. that is sweet. That is good. And I, I, want, I want that. Which is so beautiful because these evangelize. Yes. Not only can we discern, like, am I bearing fruit? But it's like th these actually will lead people to Jesus yeah. if we can allow the fruit of the Holy Spirit to be manifest yeah. in our lives. Um, so it's a great tool. If you want you want your family to go to church, <laughs> see, let them see you being loving and joyful mm. and peaceful yeah. and patient. Yes. Uh, and we'll go through the others. But if they see these fruits, they say, you have something I want. Because these are things, something every, the whole world wants these things. Mm -hmm. um, patience is our next one. Um, <clears throat> patience is this, um, ability to bear with imperfection sins yeah. of others um, because of, of a recognition of one, our own imperfections, yeah. our own need for God's mercy, right? And we can do it with kind of a, a tranquility, um, not, 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 not losing our composure, not um, you know, giving in to anxiety mm -hmm. and worry and fear, but staying patient, staying with that, this beautiful resolve of determination that I'm going to keep loving this person. I'm going to keep enduring the suffering. I'm going to keep yes. going through whatever situation is because I, uh, the fruit of the spirit of patience is manifest. And, and, and honestly, in our fast paced world, if I, I can get a burger right now, I, I can get on the phone, <laughs> right? If I had a smartphone and I can go to Grubhub and get whatever kind of food yep. I want as soon as I want it. Yeah. That, that, that we lose patience a lot. But in reality, like we have to have a, a patient spirit, mm -hmm. a, a patience that, that that bears with difficulties, mm -hmm. that bears with with hardships. Yeah. Um. And in our our world, where everything just it's like just I I want what I want I want it now. We see kids who are um, very selfish. Well, it's yeah. because oftentimes they're not patient. Yeah. They're not willing to wait. And and but beautiful things come with patience. Yeah. Right. If you want to be good at the piano. You can't mm -hmm. sit down for the first day and just start playing. You think you're going to start playing Mozart, right? Mm -hmm. You have to learn how to play the piano. Yeah. And it takes patience. It takes dedication. It takes determination to keep enduring. Mm -hmm. And so we see the fruit of the Holy Spirit, particularly patience with others and their sins. Yeah. That your kid might be struggling. Your spouse might be struggling with whatever sin it might be. And and, and, and to be patient is to say, okay, I hate this. I, I hate this sin, but I love the sinner. Yeah. And, and I'm going to patiently bear with this difficulty you're struggling with your 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 quick temper, because as long as I know you're working on, as long as I know you're you're striving to bear yeah. the fruit of the spirit yourself, I'm going to be able to bear with you as yeah. we work together to help you get to this difficulty. Yeah. This word gets translated differently in different in different Bibles, and one of the other words that you might see sometimes is is long suffering. Mm -hmm. I like that word, long yeah. suffering, just an ability to suffer a, a long time through something. Um, 
And uh, I, I think I think particularly of well, just just how important this is for any vocation uh, that you as a priest father have, uh, and as a religious priest, you know, you you live with these brothers who are who are quirky and annoying and imperfect and, and get on your nerves and, and, and community life is, is a crucible that way. And, um, and you have to be patient with the brothers and you have to be long suffering. And even in a marriage, uh, you know, I'm sure after maybe very, very quickly, you, you just encounter all the foibles of your spouse um, and they're not going to change. <laughs> they are who they are. Uh, and, and it might be just so annoying and frustrating for you, but just to, to be patient with that and to, to, to be long suffering in that, to be steadfast, uh, in the midst of that, um, is, is such a, is such a beautiful and necessary and important thing just to really, to persevere in any, any vocation that the Lord might call us to. Our next one is kindness. This mm. is uh, one of my favorites because it comes from a Greek word, mm. meaning Christotes, uh, from Christotes. But the Greek uh, Christos, uh, Christ, not different than like from the Christ, but yeah. it actually means mellow or smooth, and mm. it was used to describe wine. Oh, nice! So when a wine was like mellow and smooth, it'd be like Christos, Christos yeah. this, you know, it was it'd be, a kind wine. It was like yeah, kind. Yeah. It was mellow. It wasn't it? Was, yeah. was it harsh or bitter? Yeah. Um. And and this is obviously something that we've applied to our Christian lives. That yeah. a kind person is not harsh or bitter. They're they're good and kind no matter what happens to them. Yeah. Right. And they continue to show forth and manifest kindness, mm-hmm. um, despite unkindness shown towards them. They mm-hmm. continue to just to, to show this this gentle kind service in the midst of the the difficulties that come their way yeah and and how beautiful it is that this to be harsh and bitter we would say oh, that's unkind yeah but you know to be kind to be to be uh, of service yeah through difficulties and trials is so is again so important I, I like that word you're using as a synonym with it as well I actually I love that I didn't know that about how that was used for wine <laughs> I'm gonna start Every time I take a sip of wine, I'd be like, oh, is this wine kind? Uh, <laughs> it's being very kind to me. But uh, uh, but I like the word you use, gentle. Yeah. Uh, and 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 we one of the things you said at the beginning of all of this was that these are also used for discernment. And I think that this is an important fruit to discern, especially when we are dealing with some of the interior voices. And like that run through our mind and run through our heart. Uh, and I think sometimes that internal monologue, that internal dialogue can be really harsh, yeah. can be really critical. Um, and we can just check that and say, well, wait a second. That's not a fruit of the spirit. The spirit is not harsh. That's not how the Holy Spirit would talk to me. That, that the fruit of the spirit is, is gentle, um, that it is kind, that, that it might be convicting and calling me onto conversion and, and pointing out an area of, of sin in my life that I need to repent and, and move on from. But, but the spirit is kind, that the spirit is gentle. And I think that this is an important one to remember, especially in discernment of those interior voices. Because so often it's so easy to be hard on ourselves, to condemn ourselves, to beat ourselves up. And that's not a fruit of the spirit. Well, and also, um, I just want to add to, to what you just said that because you brought something up that kindness 
doesn't expect anything in return. Hmm. That we, we live in a world that's very much a you give to get. Yeah. And so I'm gonna transactional. Be, yeah, transactional. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna give. I'm gonna be kind to you yeah. because I want you to be kind to me. I mm-hmm. scratch your back. You're scratching right. my back. Yeah. But that's not the fruit of the spirit. Yeah. True kindness isn't expecting something in return. Mm. Like, I'm going to be kind to you because I want you to be kind to me. It's like, I'm be kind to you because it's the right because it's yeah. the, the right thing to do. Because yeah. it's the fruit of the Holy Spirit manifest. Mm. That is what God has called me to do. Yeah. Um, it's beautiful. And so we're, we're going to keep moving. We either have to move and groove really quick or we have okay. to, to end. Sorry, I didn't know. Uh, I don't know. No, no I, I'm just checking. Yeah. We, we don't have much time. Okay. So uh, I'll be, we, we, I'll might, be we might, might split it off. But next one is goodness. Okay. Uh, also generosity mm-hmm. and this, this state of being good, you know, morally excellent, morally good. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously that makes sense. If you find a good person and it's not just, oh, he's a good man. Every time somebody dies, it's like, oh, he was a good man. Yeah. It's like, well, good was, was he morally excellent? Was he good morally mm. Not yes. just was he like was he nice was he kind but it's like yeah. was he a morally good person because that's yes. that's the definition we're looking at with goodness yeah um, faithfulness I'm gonna run through a few and let you comment on them sure too. faithfulness um, is the um, basically being faithful to God yeah. in the things that He asks you to do so it's kind of like trustworthy yeah. so God has asked you to go to church God has asked you yeah. to raise your kids in the faith God has asked you to whatever like are you faithful in these duties your responsibilities to work responsibilities to others you have a, a responsibilities to your wife etc but faithfulness is to remain faithful to God it just reminds me what the Lord said that that if you remain faithful in little things um, that he won't trust you with, with great things and so just that how important that is um to be to be someone that the Lord trusts, I think is is a beautiful thing. Uh, gentleness, we we use this humility mm-hmm. would be a, a a popular meekness. Yeah. Um, this virtue of where you're a gentle soul, and, and in a gentleness of this humility, this meekness yeah. that I'm don't have to be the best. Yeah. Again, another thing, a problem with our world today, like I don't have to be first. Like I want to be the best. Like and there's a, there's nice to strive that you want to win the victory, yeah. etc. But not when it's pride. Mm-hmm. Like we want to tear down the pride. We want to be meek. We want to be gentle. Yeah. We want to be humble people. Yeah. Um. Self, uh, am I, what am I? Yep, that's right. Self-control is yep. next? Okay. Yeah, yeah self-control, here we are. Um, so self-control, having mastery over yourself. Yeah. Like I have mastery over myself where I don't let my passions take over. Right. I'm, I'm like, I don't let, oh, I want, I'm, I'm my, my, the whim of whatever I need. And I need this, I need that. And I'm, I'm going to cry and moan if I don't. But I'm, yeah. I can, I have self-control that I'm able to have mastery over myself. I, I wanted to speak in, in, in tandem with meekness and self-control and gentleness or meekness, however you want to translate that, where the scriptures tell us that that the Moses was the most meek man on the face yeah. of the earth. And Moses wasn't like a doormat. Like you didn't like just you didn't like walk all over Moses. So that's not meekness. But but we talk about meekness as being someone related to self-control where um we can kind of think of like it's it's the like think of a horse or a stallion, and then being able to 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 have that to 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 rein in, so that so the strength of it um, can be harnessed. Uh, so we think of Moses getting the Ten Commandments, and he comes down and sees the debauchery of the Israelites, and and in his meekness, um, you know that that he he throws the tablets down and 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 in anger at at what he's seeing God's people do and turning their back on the Lord. Uh, so it's not this. It's not timid. It's not timid. Um, you know, St. Paul talks about, it's, talks about this later with Timothy that, you know, we've not been given a spirit of fear where, where we draw back or a spirit of timidity, um, but a spirit of power and love and self-control. And so I think it's uh, the, the kindness and the gentleness and the self-control doesn't make us 
weak people or timid people, makes us strong people who are able to to act strongly, to feel strongly, to speak strongly, um, but in an appropriate way. Um, that's beautiful. I, I just want to make a quick note because in the Dewey Rames version of the Bible, you're yeah. going to find 12 fruits of the Holy Spirit. Okay. In your current NAB, you're going to find nine fruits of the Holy okay. Spirit. So you're going to find different different lists. Sure, that's I interesting. I uh, add a few things that we have in the original Latin, the Vulgate, yeah. that we don't have, it, what we find in the Greek. So what happens is um, Jerome translates the Latin into, uh, it translates the Greek uh, into Latin. Mm-hmm. He had older texts that we don't have, um, but the, so, but, it basically, the oldest te- Greek text we have have nine, mm-hmm. but the oldest Latin text we have has twelve. Yeah. So it's, there's a debate as to which the are there twelve, are there nine? Yeah, but just that. to add, he adds um, modesty, uh, continency, and chastity, hmm. um, and these things that I think are so important for yeah, us that, in this, the world today. Yeah. Being, you know, again, we talked about self-control, temperance, um, but this this chastity mm-hmm. is just so important. This modesty, people. People don't dress right. People don't, you know, let passions take over. Just about yeah. with, with Even modesty of speech. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. What, what you watch, yeah. what, you, what mm-hmm. you're looking at, yeah. that um, we, don't, uh, uh, we don't use moderation yeah. oftentimes. And there's this yeah. beautiful call to moderation in yeah. what we, are, we intake. Um, <clears> so, yeah, there's, there's other fruits as, as to say, why, does, why do I hear about 12 fruits of spirit sometimes, sometimes nine, and different yeah. lists, yeah. Um, depending on the Greek or the Latin and what, how they translate <laughs> into English. Yeah, for uh, sure. Further, further questions. If you have a question about that one, we're happy to talk about more about it. Send us an email to um, ask us more questions. We but, didn't have Brother Elijah to keep us on track today. We yeah. got a little out of control. Actually, we, we're still on time. Oh, good. Okay. We're, just, it's, we're at our, 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 our limit. We hit it. We're good, done. Okay, good. And good. we have a final question. Amen. Um, of course, he's not here to think about final. So what he does, I think, is think about final questions while we're talking. Yeah. I've been talking the whole time, so I haven't thought about a final question. <laughs> and I'm glad you were listening to me, not thinking about a final question as I was speaking. But I, I want to say- great respect to, to your you, co-host. Well, yeah, <laughs> and thinking about what we're going to talk about next. Um, I have two questions for you. Oh, boy. First is really easy. Obviously, what's your favorite fruit um, and why? And then mm, to, I don't know if that is easy. <laughs> and then to just any of these fruits of the spirit that you think is most needed in the world today and mm-hmm. why? Um, for whatever reason, as we were just talking about this, that, that patience, that long suffering really, uh, really resonated. Uh, just kind of like a little mini Alexia that we did and what, what kind of stood out to you. I would say just in this moment, yeah. I think that one really kind of resonated with my heart. Maybe the Lord is speaking to me in a particular way about that particular yeah. fruit right now. So I'll just keep running with that one. I think maybe this is something that, I don't know, maybe it's the one we need the most, but I, I, it's definitely an important one that we need. I think just with all the tumult society, in our society, in, in the family, and in, even in the church, um, it's hard to know if things are going to get better or worse. Um, yeah. But but it's certainly going to be a while before, you know, things are great yeah. or maybe things will never be great. You know, maybe that's just not, maybe that we have a false sense of like, of history that things like always progressing it better. And it's just like, well, maybe we just live in a fallen world <laughs> and things are always going to be broken and we're always going to have really wicked human beings vying for power and, and in the church or out of the church. And just to have a, a spirit of patience and long suffering to persevere in our vocations with our spouses, um, as religious, as priests, as sons and daughters, um, and, and just to keep walking and to, to just be patient and, and long-suffering for the sake of the kingdom and for souls. So that's the one that kind of I think is resonating with me right now. Yeah. Um, I think joy. 
Oh, that's so out. good. That's and, so and good. And just because yeah. um, the true joy. Yeah, amen. True, authentic, as we talked about joy, because there's so much suffering going on. Yes, there is. And to be able to be joyful mm-hmm. in the midst of suffering, to be able to 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 manifest the joy of the Spirit mm-hmm. in the midst of the difficulties and trials of life is such a witness, and it's so important because you know there's a lot of suffering out there, yeah. and we have to be, remain uh, connected to the Lord to be able to be joyful, not give in to the Spirit that wants to take yeah. over. And even to be someone who has the fruit of joy in their life, so someone can come and just pluck that fruit yeah, and taste exactly. and taste real. Because I don't know how many people really experience joy anymore, you yeah. know, because there is just so much pain. And your favorite fruit? Uh, well, I was just, I was just gonna, yeah, long suffering, patience. Let me just no, favorite fruit. Oh, like fruit, like, yeah, like, like, like to eat. Oh, to eat. That's why I say a two, two part question. Oh, I thought that was two questions. I'm sorry. No. I, you tricked me. My favorite fruit. I, that's a great, I mean, I love kiwis, but probably strawberries. I think Stra- okay. strawberries are fruit, right? Yeah. yeah. Also, but I think tomatoes are fruit <laughs> and as an Italian, like some bruschetta. Oh, come on now. Yeah. That's. If tomatoes are fruit, I might have to go tomatoes. That's the strangest answer to a fruit question I've ever had in my <laughs> well, life. Well, that's, um, that's, that's who I am. I think I'm a, I'm a grapefruit man myself. I know it's a, that's, that's probably like not a popular one. I know, just like, yeah, like, like a fresh, cold grapefruit. Oh, gosh. Uh, I was my big cherry. You can have the ball. So uh, would you give us a final blessing, Father? Absolutely. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Become Fire podcast. The Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit can be found online at www.becomefire.faith. That's .f-a-i-t-h. The Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit are also a 501c3 charitable organization. If you feel called in any way to give financially to their mission, please go to www.becomefire.faith. That's becomefire.faith. May the Lord give you his peace. We'll see you next time.